Hey, City Rev family, welcome to the City Rev Live podcast. If you found yourself here, we want to say welcome. Each week on this podcast, we feature content and conversations that help strengthen your relationship with God and others and equip you to make a difference right where you are. For this summer, we're doing a bit of a throwback series in which we're featuring conversations from previous podcast episodes. Now, we've condensed them a bit to give you just the very best from each of these episodes. We hope this conversation you're going to hear today encourages you in your personal growth and your unique faith journey. And hey, if this conversation is something you enjoy, let us know. We would love to hear from you. Send us a DM on our social media platforms. We'd love your feedback and to hear how this has helped shape this season for you. Enjoy this episode and we'll talk soon, family. How do you... Um, how do you share the gospel as a Christian when everything, it feels like our world has kind of stopped and everything's just through digital platforms. Yeah. So is there anything that you can give us as far as, um, kind of tools to share the gospel? Yeah. Let's talk through that. So, you know, with, uh, we're finding ourselves in quarantine. We're finding ourselves, I don't know, I'm sure each person, whether it's like FaceTiming family or you're in a million Zoom calls for work, I mean, everything is through digital right now. And one of the core things that we talk about as a church, you know, as we use the word mathetes, that's the original Greek word in the New Testament for disciple. So we use that word mathetes. And we talk about how mathetes are three qualities, uh, three um, descriptors of a mathetes is we're rescued by, by Jesus Christ, the gospel. We're awestruck by God. That's our life of worship. And we're mobilized. So a fundamental part of being a follower of Christ is being mobilized. Mm-hmm. But in this season, we find out how do we be mobilized is, you know, if I'm not around, uh, if I, there's extended family that I'm not seeing a whole lot. I think there's families that, you know, the whole extended family gets together every weekend on Sunday afternoon and they have like a, uh, a party or a big meal or whatever, or they're used to seeing extended family. Now they don't see it as much, or maybe they're used to talking about uh, uh, being mobilized and sharing the gospel or inviting people to church at work. And all of a sudden we don't have that physical interaction, mm-hmm. but we still want to stay missional. We still want to be mobilized. And so I think we want to just talk about that dynamic. How do we be, how are we mobilized in a purely digital standpoint? So here's a couple things. Um, I'm going to just talk about a couple just concepts to think about. And then I also want you to weigh in, Mandy, just from uh, just practically on social media. But let me just start with this one verse. Um, And I think this is helpful to think from a digital standpoint, whether it's social, particularly with social media. But listen to what it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 15, chapter uh, chapter 15, verse 3. This is what Paul sent in his letter to the Corinthians. He says, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. In other words, the gospel. He's, and, and what's so important about this one verse there is he says, this is the most important message that I gave to you, Corinthians. Mm-hmm. He says, this is the most important thing. Christ Jesus, the promised Messiah, he died on the cross and rose again from the dead. And so I, I think for starters, for each of us to think through our, our our social media presence, think through the posts, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be, thinking about our posts, if someone were just to read through, and maybe it's not a bad idea to just kind of audit your own social media presence for each yeah. person, and just look through that, 
what is the most central message that I am getting out there for my social media? And what if there is one thing, one message that I'm trying to convince people of, if there's one thing I'm promoting, if there's one thing I'm getting out there, uh, what is that central message? Now, of course, if it's something that's tied into work, if you use your social media as a core part of your work, then obviously what's going to be mostly on there is going to be about business and that's going to be a, a, core, a, a main messaging. But then look beyond that, then what's secondary? And so I think that's a, it's a really important thing because if we're not very careful about what is the first core message, then we might have other messages that are distracting from the gospel. So for example, if I have like really strong feelings on like taking care of myself from a, from a health, like if I really believe like this kind of diet is good and any diet soda you drink is practically like drinking poison or whatever it might yeah. be. And if I keep promoting that, promoting that, promoting that, promoting that, then that becomes the, the main thing that I'm evangelizing about and convincing people about. Yeah. That might not be a bad thing, but what should be, what I want to be first as a mobilized Christian is things pertaining to the gospel. If I'm maybe a, someone is very active politically and they're constantly reposting things that that are in line with their political ideology, well, then anyone who is not aligned with that ideology, you're most likely not convincing anyone on social media. Mm-hmm. You're just the people who agree with you are going to agree with you more deeply, and the people who disagree are going to be mad, and you're probably having debates in the comments about it. That's so true, yeah. And so, like, what are the... If Is that the number one thing? Is the number... Is of first importance on my social media, is it my political party? Is it, you know, my hobby? Is it, what is the of first importance in being very careful to steward so that nothing distracts from the message of the gospel? So that's kind of the, the first yeah, thing I think is sure. knowing, like auditing your social media and knowing what's of first importance. Yeah. And I think also too, like social media nowadays is like storytelling. What mm-hmm. kind of story are you telling through mm-hmm. the stuff that you're putting out there? And so I'm even thinking through, like, considering what you're saying, I'm thinking through as a Christian and I hear what you're saying. I'm like, absolutely. I want the the story that I'm telling to be the story of how Jesus changed my life Yes. through everything that I'm posting. Uh, But one of the questions that come in my mind, and I'm sure so many people, Christians and non-Christians alike, is like, when you're sharing what you believe, how does... uh, tone play into, you know, what you're sharing and how you're sharing it? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's really good. Um, and I think there's a verse I want to share about that. Um, I, I think, but what, but what you're saying, let me just react to that for a second, yeah. Mandy. I think that's so important because it, when, when I say, when we're talking about what's of first importance, that does not mean that if you, you know, tally up your posts, you know, you got to tally up the number of times Jesus is mentioned. It's just, what is the overall presentation? So if you've got pictures of yourself mm-hmm. that show yourself doing things that are not consistent with, uh, with being a, a, a godly man or godly woman, if you've got comments that, or if you maybe you're responding in anger or you're lashing out at someone or you're talking disrespectful or something hateful, like if you're pu- putting those out there, are they consistent with what a godly man or woman should be presenting? Um, yeah. Is the is the overall messaging of the pictures and the content is it reflecting of the gospel? And so there's all kinds of ways to do that. It doesn't always mean that you're walking through like the actual death and resurrection of Jesus in every post. Mm-hmm. But what is the overall one. presentation? And so to, let me move to kind of what your point is, and I think this is so huge one of the first ways that we can demonstrate the gospel on social media and be mobilized, be missional, 
digitally through social media is thinking through tone, that the tone is reflectant of the actual gospel because we are far more careful interpersonally with how we interact with someone. We're far more careful with being gracious, being respectful if I'm standing in the physical presence of someone than than we often are on social media because we're just like plunking something into a into our phone or a computer and posting it. Yeah, it's and, so easy. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. It, there's just like this there's this filter that comes down and we're we so can true. be nastier, we can be meaner, we can be more dogmatic, more aggressive when we're on social media than we ever would dream of being in person. But Christian, on the other side of that screen, there are actual humans with feelings Mm -hmm. on the other side, and we can't forget that. So our tone has to reflect the gospel. And this is one of my favorite verses uh, on that subject. It's Colossians 4, 6. It says, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. What's the balance? Uh, it's always gracious because that's the gospel. We're yeah. always gracious with each other. We're, all, we're, never, we're never being holier than thou. We're never filled with self-righteousness. Those things don't reflect the gospel. I, I want to always post with grace. I'm a, I'm a sinner in need of, of Jesus. It's only that he's the one who's made me a, a new creation. I want to always have grace. At the same time, I want to season it with salt. I don't want to dump the salt shaker and just pour more truth than someone's ready to hear, but I want to season it. I want to, uh, I want to just kind of start, maybe push the envelope a little or just drop yeah. a thought in there, that kind of so thing. So true. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, I, I love that you said I don't want to dump the salt because I'm just thinking through like food. If you dump salt on it, you mess it up. Yeah. You mess it up and it's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it kind of feels that way like as us sharing the gospel is like Jesus says you you season the earth with your salt. Yeah. You're the salt of the earth. And so I think like he, he what what he could be saying through that is like don't be overbearing and weird and disgusting with yes. your faith, you know? Like be attentive to your crowd. Yes. Be considerate of who you're talking to and how you're talking to them yes. about me. So that's Ab- good. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. The idea is the the Bible talks about we need to have courage and we need to have boldness. Boldness and recklessness are not the same thing. And being bold, the Bible also talks about not having rash words. It says in the Proverbs, it says a brash word is like a a, a sword thrust. We're not beating someone with a club. We're gracious. We're seasoning it with salt. Let the Holy Spirit inside of you um, help you know what the exact right amount of truth is yeah. to season the conversation with. That's so that don't back away out of being cowardly, but don't um, get yourself so amped up that you just steamroll someone with truth. That's not what Jesus did. And that's not what the Bible tells us to do. We can we can seek to find the right balance by a level, understanding that the Holy Spirit is in, inside of us. That's so good. So I think that tone needs to have um, have that grace. Okay. For sure. Those are two things to think about. What's of first importance? What is the overall messaging of my social media? Is it consistent with the gospel? That's both in the content I'm posting, but also in the tone. But what I'd like to do is kind of pivot the conversation to something more practical. Um, so many of you, if you're listening or watching, you know Mandy is the uh, communications project manager. So she's got her hands in uh, all the a lot of the social media, a lot of the posting. And so um, you're 
actually have far more expertise uh, than I do on this. So maybe walk through with us on social media, practically, what does that look like? How do I practically leverage social media to be mobilized and missional? Yeah, for sure. Um, I love social media. (laughs) I'm all for sharing the gospel in person and sharing the gospel through relationship. But I also think that we are in a time where social media, God has given us social media. Mm -hmm. And so we would be fools to not use social media for the gospel. And so, um, yeah, your questions, how, how could we do that? But I feel like a shorter list is like, how can we not do that? (laughs) There's so many ways to share the gospel. Um, one, I mean, the first thing is like, just share the message of the gospel. You know, it doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to have this beautiful post. It doesn't have to be a perfectly curated picture, um, but just share the message of the gospel. Actually, yesterday, um, I'm so glad we're talking about this because just yesterday I was on Instagram and um, I came across uh, Pastor Justin's wife, Amy Chades. What up, Amy? Um, I came across her story on Instagram and um, it had it had all these uh, long stories. So I was like, oh, I, I wonder what she's sharing. And I'm going through it. And I, I went through the entire thing. And her whole message through her story on Instagram was just laying out the gospel. And she had prefaced it by saying, you know, we're coming in a time where Easter is just around the corner. And so if you are a Christian or if you're not a Christian, these are the core beliefs of the Christian faith. Um, This is what we believe in as believers in Jesus. And she just laid that out um, beautifully. And like you're saying, seasoned with salt and it was humble. Mm -hmm. And she she read scripture over people that were that were listening. And that just so encouraged my heart as a Christian. Like it made me love Jesus more. I was like this is so good that I was like tearing up because it just presented the gospel again to me fresh. And I was like, I wonder what that would feel on ears of people that don't know Jesus. Or maybe they've been, have, they've had salt dumped all over them, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so I just thought that was such a beautiful, practical way to share the gospel, um, is just to share it and just lay it out there. So number one on social media, just share the gospel. Yeah, just, <laughs> just share directly. the gospel, man. Um, an- another great way to share the gospel, share the message of Jesus, is simply by reposting things. Um, we have this awesome button all over um, Instagram and Facebook or whatever social platform you have um, that you can just share things that you have heard or that you have read. So you can share articles, you can share um, stories, you can share posts, um, you can share live streams from, from your church. Um, and that's a great way. That's zero commitment from anybody that's watching. Um, that's, what's so great about it. Cause people that normally wouldn't walk into a church and physically get ready for church and come in because maybe that's scary. Um, they can just press a button and they have the gospel presentation right in front of them. And so that's, what's so beautiful about just simply reposting something. Um, I, I, I think of like how many times that I've watched something that has been reposted and it has changed my life. Wow. It has been a word of God. And it's just simply by me, you know, seeing what other people have shared again, you know, on their feeds. That might be reposting. Yeah. It sounds so obvious, but it, it is really powerful. And I think yeah, you're right. So I think what's funny is that is a way the Lord in our generation has given us a way to share the message of the gospel with as minimal effort as possible. Like you just, your thumb is right there. You're moving your thumb one centimeter and you've just shared the gospel with, you know, and it could be however many friends you have and whatever the so reach true, could be. Yeah. And so I think what I might just add to that is kind of going back to where we started with that, which is of first importance 
thinking strategically what you repost. And so I think reposting things is great. And so for some, they may be hesitant to repost. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be looking like I'm just, you know, over the top spiritual and one of these spiritual crazy Christians. Well, maybe for them, the challenge is season with salt and you need to repost every now and then and, and just get the people leverage your social media platform to season it with salt, get the gospel out there, yeah. get the message. And so be be strategic, repost something every yeah. now and then. On the other side, maybe there's people that they repost all the time. And so then maybe for them, it's to kind of audit, is it, what's of first importance? Am I, what types of things am I reposting? And what's the overall messaging of the things I'm reposting? Mm. Is it just kind of, is it just, you know, silly memes? Are they off color memes? Are they, or is it like, I'm actually being strategic and maybe it can be funny stuff too. I mean, it doesn't all have to be intense, you know, um, preaching, but like, I want to be strategic about what I repost and get out there. Yeah. And as you're talking through, I'm thinking another way is just by the interactions that you have with other people, Mm -hmm. um, through social platforms. So, um, you know, for example, I had just shared something on my Instagram stories and I've, I've had a couple people over this time, um, that were in just reach out and say, Hey, uh, could you pray for me for this? Mm. And these are not people that I have ever seen anything remotely spiritual on their pages. Um, and people that I, I haven't even spoke to in years yeah. and some people I haven't even spoke to at all. It, they've just become my friend through Instagram, yeah. um, and said, listen, this is what I'm going through. Um, you know, and, and I think through like the, the podcast that we recently did where you spoke about how to comfort people that mm-hmm. are in need and listening to what they're telling you, yes. because that could, that could kind of give you a hint as to what they're needing, um, from, from God right now, yeah. you know, and being, and being the person to be like, Hey, I saw that you posted this. Is there anything that I can pray for you for? Or is there something that maybe, you know, if, if you need somebody like I'm here for you. You know, and that's, it's such a beautiful like window. Social media is such a a window into people's lives and the things that people need, you know, in this time. So I feel like it's kind of like a, like a, like a homework, you know, like going through and seeing like what your friends are posting and then, um, letting that inform maybe their heart's disposition and being able to speak into that. I think that's so true. I think it's a great op. This is a great season to be more intentional with our social media. And it may not have seemed like a place that we need to stop and say, is Jesus the Lord over my social media? Is Who's the hero of my social media? Is yeah. it me? Is it Jesus? And I think using this as an opportunity, who does, what or who does my social media uh, glorify? And um, yeah, there's a lot of uses. There's business uses and there's all kinds of things. And that's all great. And it's fun and it's funny. But, um, and and, and those things honor the Lord as well. But in the end, does it honor the Lord? And I like what you're saying. Don't miss the opportunity of actual interaction. It's not just the scroll. There's opportunities to have actual interaction with people. I would just kind of my pastoral sense is coming out and I would just like to put to hedge a warning in that. If you are a married individual, I would, if you're a married man, I would be only pursuing exclusively those kinds of interpersonal interactions with other guys. And if you're a lady and you're a married lady, I would be, um, I would very strongly warn you about 
making sure those personal interactions are happening with other ladies. Because um, just as a pastor, I've just seen how actual relationships over social media because of that interaction have developed. And it's, it is, it's been a marriage wrecker for some people. So don't, Mm -hmm. don't underestimate the power of those interactions by either not taking advantage of of them for the gospel or being kind of naive to um, how those could turn into something inappropriate. So leverage them for the gospel, but have good boundaries. Just as a reminder, theologically, church is not a building. Church is not a time slot in the week. You know, we say, I'm going to church, you know, or, or I'm watching church online. Okay, that's fine. But it's, that's actually not like theologically what a church is. And a, the church is not a brand. So social media is often promoting a brand. Church is not a brand. A church is a body of humans. Yeah. So um, City Rev Church is not a brand. It's our social media is not representing um, a, a logo and an entity and a brand. It is us together as people. So our social media, that is reflecting all of us as a community. And so when we're on social media on a personal standpoint, that is a great way for us to partner together on social media. When someone shares our live stream, like when, when someone, when there's a, uh, when the live stream is about to, to happen on the weekend, whether it's, you know, Monday nights as young adults or Wednesday nights as students, and then Saturday and Sunday morning for our weekend services, share those because why? Cause you're not promoting your church's brand. You yeah. are the church. You're yeah. a part of it. Let's okay. part. We're partnering together on social media, the same way that we all partner together when we gather together physically. We've got an army of kids ministry volunteers and an army of greeters and an army of student ministry volunteers and an army of of people working in the production and the music and all this stuff. That is what the church is. It's an army together. That's also what we are on a social media standpoint. Mm -hmm. We're an army. And so when we share, when, when you like, when you comment, all of those things is a way we partner together. And really, I mean, social media might be, you know, in today's world, where we have some of the largest reach and we get the message out the yeah, widest. And so it's sure. an incredible opportunity to partner. I'm so excited. After this, I'm going to go post something. I know. Just, I'm going to post just, something. I don't know when the last time I posted I feel something. Fired up so to I need post to go post something. something. Just post something. Me too. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Roby. Um, and thank you for coming on. We hope that um, you know what we shared today encouraged you. Um, and we're so excited to see you next time. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.